What up everybody, Dustin and David here from the Rugged Arts, welcoming you back to another fun and exciting episode. Thanks for tuning in today and choosing to spend a little bit of your time here with us. So, without further ado, this is the Rugged Arts. What's up everybody? I almost forgot that the camera's on. Yeah, no, hey, What's up, going? everybody? Uh, <laughs> Dustin here from the Rugged Arts. And today, uh, I've got a special guest, I should say. I've got Neil. How's it going? And I've got David. Hey, everybody. And I'm sitting in what is O'Connell Archery here in Shelton, Washington. Super stoked to be doing this interview here. Thank you for giving your time on yeah. Sunday. I know you guys aren't usually open on Sundays, right? Nope, nope, nope. Okay, so tell me a little bit about yourselves, and we'll start with Neil. Um, you know, kind of like your archery history and uh, experience, and then we'll shift and we'll go to David, and then we can kind of talk about like how this place came to be. I really like the layout here, by the way. Cool. Um, so I used to shoot when I was, I don't know, 17, 18. Started off with the PSE, and that was the top of the line back then. Um, and then uh, got out of it for a while after I moved up to Washington because I didn't know where to hunt. I would, grew up in Oregon, so, um, and Texas, but um, did a lot of bow hunting there and stuff, but never did anything up here. And then uh, when I moved out to Shelton, I was like, you know what? I got hunting all around me. I might as well start hunting again. So I just picked up a bow again and decided that, uh, you know what? This is what I want to do, so let's open up a shop. That's kind of where it went. Right on. So, I mean, you couldn't have hit the head or the head on the nail more nail accurate. On nail on the head. Yeah, you know what I mean. Head. Yeah. Head on. You the, couldn't have hit that X. You couldn't have hit that X. There you go. <laughs> Let's bring it back to archery. Okay. Get out of the construction talk. Right. Uh, you couldn't have hit that X more accurately as far as the hunting in the Pacific Northwest is concerned. I was just thinking about this the other day, um, moving to a different state, and I'm just like, man, why would I do that? Because I can't hunt. You know, Washington, Oregon, Idaho are really the only three states where you get the North American animals. Sure, if you go to Texas, you get a lot of like, you, you can go exotics. down to different outfitters and yeah. get the exotics. But as far as like the U.S., North America as a, as a whole, right? Yep. Um, we are very lucky. Yeah, because we got whitetail, muleys, blacktail, rosy elks, rocky elks. Yep. We got black bear, grizzlies, moose. Yeah, you uh, name it. Yeah, it's turkey, here. Geese, I mean, ducks, ducks, I mean, you got, yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah and then and that's not even mentioning fishing if, yep, you yeah. know, you do any kind of fishing. Steelhead, so. sturgeon, yeah. all the salmon, trouts. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's it's a sportsman's paradise up here as far as I'm concerned, so. Yeah, as long as you got the money to play. Yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's getting yeah. expensive. It's, it's getting it a is. little ridiculous. It is. Yeah. So. All right. So that's a little bit about you. Mm -hmm. David, other than the arrow guy, how did you come to be? <laughs> um, so I started shooting bows when I was real little. Uh, I used to shoot rabbits out of grandma's uh, garden in Oregon. I'm originally from Oregon. Sorry. Um, eh, you know, <laughs> it worked out for the time being. Um, graduated high school. I went to the military. Did 12 years. Got medically retired. Um, Ate too many crayons. Oh, all the crayons. I actually have one in my drawer oh, okay. up there in case I have a bad day. Mm -hmm. Sparkly. That way I get surprises. Sure. Yeah. Um, and then got back into archery as a way to rehab my shoulder because I had a fully rebuilt shoulder. One thing led to another, and I started um, 
doing research and development for some folks in the industry, uh, helping out some smaller companies, um, actually. And then, yeah, uh, through the EZV Bow site, uh, Neil and I started talking. We were in the same area. We went to a, a 3D shoot at uh, KBH Archers up in um, Belfair. Belfair area. Yep. And, um, yeah, he's like, yeah, I'm getting ready to open up a shop and everything else. I was like, well, you know, I know a guy who is uh, pretty good at building arrows. <laughs> and he's like, uh, well, since you mentioned it. <laughs> I wasn't going to bring it up, but he brought it up for me. So I was like, yeah, because I know nothing about arrows. I'll be the first one to admit that. And it, Bows I know very well. So we kind of, he is my yin to my yang. Mm -hmm. So there we go. Well, there you go. And yep. an arrow building can almost be its own separate thing i mean and that's kind of what it is i mean he does the arrows i do the i do the tuning on the bows and stuff and i haven't he's learned a little bit so yep. he's gotten better at it and you know sooner or later i'll feel more comfortable to actually take time off but yeah. i don't know about that yet so yeah, last time i took time off i came back and i was like screwed up <laughs> but david wasn't here i wasn't either, here so. <laughs> so i'll take care of my son yep so um but yeah it was a. Uh, it's been really good. It's been a great, great go. Um, my wife, my wife, you know, my wife's the one that owns the shop. So um, me and David are just using this as a way to work through our disabilities. So hey it's man, great do, do what you got to do, right? It exactly. is. Uh, it is great therapy. I, um, little bit about me. I've over the last 10 years kind of come to figure out that. I have like ADHD, mm -hmm. not like I have ADHD, <laughs> and yeah, yeah, like I kind of don't want to admit it, but no. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, anyways, I find activities like archery where you have to focus on what you're doing, mm -hmm. like calming. Yep, and I can really just kind of zone out everything else and zone in on well, a lot of the hyperfixation. Yeah, to have exactly. A channel. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. In a positive manner. Yep. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, pool was that for a long time. Um, but, you know, I got married, had kids, and pool tables are generally only located in bars. Yep. 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 Uh, so I try to stay out of bars now. Different conversation. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Me too. But, you know, I, I can do archery in my backyard, you know. Yeah. A pool exactly. table takes up a whole room. Yeah. So. Yeah. And it's a family thing, you know. Like my wife shoots, my wife shoots, my son shoots. You know, we will get into this later, but he did get his first kill this weekend or this last week. That is awesome. Tuesday. So, yeah. Yeah. I didn't know. Tuesday, Tuesday on my dad. I didn't oh. know you had adopted Nick. No, I know. Right? <laughs> well, he does. He's, he's he now is, the bearded dragon. Well, he, the bearded well, dragon. He's yeah. now the bearded oh dragon. If, if you ask him, he will. He will say that I. He is the son that I that I've always wanted. If he <laughs> did oh. say that when we were uh, camp. Uh, with both uh, my kids there. That's so funny. <laughs> he would say something like that. That was great. Oh, that's hilarious. He is family, though. He, he is. is he is family here. So. So you did mention before we started recording everything that you're not originally from. Like Shelton? Nope. So you kind of transplanted or relocated here. Yep. So how did all this come to be then? Well, you know, we were we were on our way home from another bow shop, me and my dad. And uh, I was in school for welding because I wanted to try to find something to take time off my hands that and get me active again. And my dad was asking me if I liked welding. I didn't like welding too much. I mean, as not to make money at or not to you know spend my time at um but uh 
he, you know, we were on our way home from an archery shop, and he just asked me, he says, so you, why don't you open up a restaurant? And you can cook really well. And I said, I don't want to open up a restaurant. I like to cook, and I don't want to do that all of my life. And uh, he says, well, let's think about what you can do. And I said, okay. And he, so I dropped him off at home and told him, I said, uh, he said, what are you going to do? And I said, I'm going to go home and shoot my bow because I was, just got it worked on. So I was going to come home and sight it in and do all that. And uh, was out in the backyard shooting and dad calls me and says, hey, I got what you can do for a living. And I said, what's that? And he says, why don't we open up an archery shop? And I said, you know what? That's a really good idea. Because Peninsula just closed down, and I was like, sounds like perfect timing. So we uh, went around looking for a shop, and everything was really expensive. And I was like, you know what, let's let's think about this a little harder. And on the way home, I said I had to let my dogs out before I took them home. So I drove by the house and saw my vacant two-car garage. Well, not it wasn't vacant. I had my 53 Bel Air in here, but uh, I had a... I was like, why don't we just do it here? That way I don't have to pay rent or anything like that. I could pay rent to myself and that's didn't go from there. Mm -hmm. And uh, so we started and that's now this is what we have. And how many years so, ago was that? Like, th I mean, this oh, place no, looks like... Year. Oh, that was just So this is real new. Yeah, we just opened July, July. of last year, July 20th. 20th? Yep. Yeah. Oh, okay. Of last year. All right, so it hasn't even been a year yet. No. Wow. No. That's cool, man. Yeah. That's pretty exciting. It has been a trip, let yeah. me tell you. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, taking on something big like this, because, I mean, a business, mm -hmm. no matter how small, it is, is a big deal. Yeah. Especially it when it's like, that's your income. Mm -hmm. You know, that's, I'm, I'm battling with that, like, so I work at Boeing. Mm -hmm. It's my day job. However, the podcasting and the YouTube thing is like my passion. Yeah. And I love doing it. I just don't have the time to devote to it, and it doesn't pay. <laughs> so this yeah. is purely just for funsies. Yeah. Um, and uh, but uh, idea is, is hopefully I can invest in it, and it you know invests in me. Um, so I it, you know I can't step away from Boeing because of that whole like well, active being, well, active faith leaping you know? off. Yeah, I need a paycheck. I yeah. I, I need to bring something home. Mm -hmm. You know, using this for therapy and helping me get back, back up, back my life and stuff like that. You know, I don't, I don't take paychecks. I don't do any of that. This is all strictly for my wife. Mm -hmm. um, so I don't have, I don't have, you know, it's just, it's for me to do something instead of sitting in front of the TV and getting fatter. Right. Because that's all I was doing. I was so depressed. I was so everything else and... You know, archery, archery turned it for me. You know, mm -hmm. it was like I got back into archery and, you know, I said, you know, I don't want to be disabled anymore. I don't want to be fat anymore. And I'm working on it. And, you know, we're, we're getting there slowly but surely. Mm -hmm. I'm actually, I've actually got friends that when we go hunting, they, they take their time with me knowing that I can't, I can't walk as fast as everybody else or have the sprint power that everybody else does. But they wait for me and it's nice. So... You know, and then if I can't do something, I just say, hey, you guys go off. I'll just sit right here. Mm -hmm. So, and then... The, I always need a good sitter. Yeah. So, yeah. we, uh, to piggyback off what yeah. you're saying is we, you know, we know our strengths and we also know our weaknesses. Mm -hmm. And we talk about them openly. Yep. And mm -hmm. we make sure that 
if there's a problem and we have that open communication, it's not really that much of a problem and we can work out how to take care of everything. Yep. All right. Yep. No, that's cool. It's, it's really awesome. I, I like, I like it. <laughs> I mean, it's awesome. So, okay. We're here at your shop. Tell me what, what different lines do you carry? I mean, I see a, I see a levitate right there. Yeah, that's that's my, awesome. That's my He's like, that's mine. Don't, like, don't even look at it. <laughs> I we will. Yeah, I'll touch it later. And, and uh, I'm gonna touch it later. Yeah, I'm gonna. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. my baby right there. You know, there. I just saw the Darton that you Maverick were kind XT. enough to show me. The yep. Maverick. Yep, that's yep. that's nice. I do like the lines on it. Um, I'm not a big fan of your grip tape that you got on there, but you know, it, to each his own. Yeah, right. That's has, gotta, that's what I like about archery. Is, mm -hmm. is there's no one answer. No. And when it comes to arrow building or, or bows or anything, like, well, what bow do you shoot? Well, this is what I use and this is why. Mm -hmm. But it may not be the same thing for you. So right. let's pull back a couple of different bows. Mm -hmm. um, actually, I just got in that, uh, into the Dart and Maverick because I can pull that a full 70 with my shoulder. Mm -hmm. I can't do that with any other bow manufacturer. He was so happy when he figured that out. He was oh. like, oh, man. And I had to throw it in his face that he still is 20 feet per second. Is that forward. just because of the ATA on it? Or? No, it's uh, my shoulder. It's just the it's way that the draw, draw cycle, cycle goes is. through. Because mm -hmm. uh, I'm okay. very So I can be part of the cam design. Um, draw. Because mm -hmm. of the way I have to, because of my shoulder with the rebuild. Sure. So a lot of them, it just really hurts at 70 pounds. So I'm either at 67 or 68. So I don't get that full cam efficiency. Sure. And... The, um, with these ones, I can't. Dartons have a really smooth draw cycle. Every Darton seems to have that. Yeah. Um, their only downfall to me is how heavy they are. They're yeah. a heavier bow. Mm -hmm. The Darton Spectre E is quiet, slow, or quiet, fast, fast, but it's fast heavy. and heavy. It's very heavy. It's a heavy bow. It's five pounds. Uh, bear. Bear. What? Yeah. yeah. That, um, is that, yeah. that is a heavy bow. That is a heavy bow. But that, that sounds like a target bow shoots, weight. Yeah. Just like the new Matthews. Yeah. Okay. Same speeds and everything. It sounds like a. It sounds like an air gun, uh, yeah. like a little air pistol, like a, a BB gun going off. It's so quiet. Mm -hmm. So Darton Matthews. Yep. Okay. Darton Matthews Prime, Prime Prime Elite Elite Bear PSE Bowtech. And the APA. 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 So basically everything except Hoyt. Everything well, except Hoyt. an expedition dealer. Yeah, expedition. Oh, okay. um, All right. Uh, yeah, and that's whatever. We don't have yeah, to get into it. I do everything but Hoyt, basically. Yeah. Yep. We even do a little bit of tried archery stuff. Yep. But you could work on a Hoyt. Say I had one in the car. Oh, yeah, definitely. I can, can work, work on, on a Hoyt, but I can't do anything for... For um, warranty of warranty orders or issues. Or I can't right. order anything from them. Got it. I can put strings on them and do all that stuff, but I can't... I can't do anything warranty side of Hoyt, which sure. we all make the joke in the shop that we would rather kill things than Hoyt things anyway. So, <laughs> <laughs> which which Bring is funny you say that butter. because my target bow is a Matthews. Uh -huh. I shoot a Halon X Comp. Yep. Or Comp X, bow. however you want to say it. Yep. It is a is a wonderful bow. Yeah, I love shooting. It. I just I, I mean I you saw the scores. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it was great. I was one point away from 600. Yeah. And I, and my eighth arrow from the end. I'm eight arrows away from finishing and shooting my first like clean event ever. And I just allowed my, my focus to waver for half a millisecond. Mm -hmm. And I shot a four. Oof. And I was like, man, ah, oh, that sucks so bad. 
And uh, so I shot a 599 for the weekend with 76 X's and 15 inside outs. Well, my favorite thing about failure, you know what it's an acronym for, right? I, no, go Fail, ahead. Fail, yeah. first attempt in learning. Okay, good. I like it. First attempt in learning. So as long as you learn something from it, it's not really a failure, it's just a learning experience. Right, yeah, exactly. And you know what? I should have, like, if I had had that little card of knowledge, that little acronym, <laughs> I would have pulled that and given it to Nick the other day. been like, you didn't fail, man. You got a, you, you got an animal. Yeah. You learned. Hopefully you learned from it. Well, it doesn't happen that's again. The thing about the, the sport is, again, no one's going to know everything. Right. As soon as you think you're the smartest man in the room, you're going to screw up. Right, well, and, and like, then you look like the dumbest man in the room. <laughs> well, it's just like the tough, you always think you're the toughest person out there until somebody is, comes along tougher. Yeah. You know, it's the truth. And you're nobody out there. I mean, just like, I can't remember, boy, what's his name? The guy that beat Levi. The little kid, the 15 Oh, oh Bodie? Turner. Yeah, Bodie. Bodie, when he beat Bodie. Levi. You know, that. that he beat, beat Levi? He beat Levi. And, Levi Morgan? Yeah. Where? I I was watching him shoot against Levi. Levi posted it on Facebook. Yeah, it wasn't down. It was in at the Vegas, right? Yeah. Levi didn't make the final shoot down in Vegas. But he shot against. Bo- he shot Bo- against. He shot him. against it. Yeah. He shot against. Because he talked. He, he talks sh- about it right here on uh, Instagram. I don't remember Levi Morgan at the final stage of Vegas, but he was in the same like frame as Jesse Broadwater and no, Dan he was talking, McCarthy and he was talking that he got him and him and Bodie, I believe it was, that they came down to the last it, they kept we'll, we'll they look kept it up tying after. and tying and tying and tying and tying and then finally Levi made a little mistake and, and Bodie beat him. That at least that's what I saw on Facebook. Are we thinking Lancaster and it was him and Capper? Because that was oh, something was like Levi, that. Because Levi was talking okay, about it. Okay, well, we'll Instagram. look it up after because okay. that's interesting. Yeah. I, but I yeah, really Bodie, believe... Bodie's a shooter, man. Oh, yeah. God. Well, and, and it just goes to show you. I mean, anybody can have a bad day. It doesn't matter who you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I will say a bad day at that level is the difference between like an inside out and just an X. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it's like, but that's you know, a bad day. Their bad day, their bad day is me, you know, is my really good day. <laughs> yeah i mean to shoot what they can shoot is is totally different i don't care who they are competing yeah. and at they that put, level like so. if you talk to Bodie in his uh i don't even know if i could call it a workout regiment he just likes to shoot mm-hmm. and he shoots every day yeah. and he'll shoot like hundreds of arrows a day yeah and you're just like i i don't have the time you know i'm a, a working father of three mm-hmm. with a farm i don't have time to shoot hundreds of arrows a day oh, like God, yeah. i gotta squeak in a 12 end <laughs> yeah. after work you know yeah. what i mean but uh i am getting better i'm trying to, to to get you know up there and be more competitive at at a higher level yeah no i i do uh i shoot at least 10 to 12 maybe more a day um, that's how we got my son ready, so mm-hmm. he could actually. He started off at like thirty six pounds two months before the hunt, and now he's up to forty four pounds because we made him shoot twenty plus arrows a day. Yep. Yeah, my uh, my twelve year old daughter mm-hmm. wants to hunt this year, mm-hmm. and I said, "Well, you got to shoot forty pounds." So we're working on it. Yeah. And uh, I got to get her to shoot more at the house. Well, he he turned eleven on the day of the day we left for the hunt. Oh, nice. He mm-hmm. turned eleven. And he got his first kill the same day as my dad's birthday. So wow, he'll that always is have cool. something to remember my dad by. That's super cool. Yeah. So, oh, but that was an awesome dad moment. Yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah I was I was a teary eyed guy. I was, <laughs> I was teary eyed, bawling, and 
you know, just to watch my son sure. do something and see how excited he was doing it. Yeah, he was so proud of camp that yep. night. Oh, he's so proud. Yeah. <laughs> even, even my oldest. <laughs> yeah, even my oldest. He was so happy when he killed his forehorn. Mm-hmm. It was the brother of Nick's goat. Yep. You know? Oh, yeah. 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 Nick killed his, and then the goat was still hanging out with with uh, Nick's, Nick's goat after it died. And uh, my son ended up taking that one. Yeah. And then later on, I got to actually, and I filmed it, but I got to watch my son take his first pig. Right. My oldest. It was That's cool. Great. So, it was a really fun trip. Yeah, it was. A lot of fun. Yeah, Driving so I think we're transitioning here. Okay, well... Uh, I mean, which is good. No, I like it. Uh, I, I I like the transition, and I, I like where 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 we're going with this. Um, the four horns. So people, we'll we'll talk about like the outfitter and where you went. Okay. Uh, for people who are who are curious and want to know what a four horn is, it's, it's uh, also known as a Jacob's sheep. Yeah. Yep. And they are double goat. Double goat. Uh, yeah. Um, and they're pretty cool. And so oh, beautiful. Pictures. They have the antlers that grow up. And, and then they have antlers actually. that come down around their face. Right. And it it truly does look like a devil goat. I mean... They're cool. They are cool. Super gnarly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want one. Yeah. <laughs> I, I want to go harvest one, one just because I'm curious what it tastes like. I want like. pelt. I wanted but one that, so that bad. The on them is so nice. Yeah, we had to toss Nick's. Oh, no. So I looked at... Uh, I've dabbled in some taxidermy mm-hmm. in, in, with my dad. Uh, he's... M- more experienced in it but it's not his his job or Mm -hmm. he doesn't even really do it as a hobby anymore but anyways all that to say that i looked at his hide and it had been cut in two Mm. and there was lots of cuts in the actual skin Uh, of the hide when he was and then the hair was so matted and dirty Mm -hmm. i couldn't do him for him because i don't have the time Yeah. yeah And I know how long it would take to do it and make it look good. And yeah. I was like, bro, if you don't have the time to invest in this, and, and you know, a taxidermist probably wouldn't do it because yeah. it would take so much time. Yeah. And we yeah. talked about like how you would do it and everything. And he just was like, man, I guess I'm going to toss it then. So yeah, I said, like, Hey, you got a cool skull. You got yeah. a ton of meat. The colors are beautiful. Great experience. Things. Yeah. And, and, uh, I was like, look, if you want, we could cut some of the stuff out from, under the rat the the matted stuff mm-hmm. you want to keep it and like put it in a bag or something because it is cool yeah yeah uh but having alpacas i know that if you sh- if we had tried to even shear that off of there i couldn't send it to anybody to have it clean they wouldn't do it yeah, yeah. no so it was pretty much dreaded up everywhere yeah it was and it's just what it is yeah. unfortunately but man so tell me about the the hunt the outfitter is oh, JP, JP Guide Services okay out of Arbuckle California Arbuckle that sounds made up right? <laughs> it does it, it really does, does. Um, isn't that a cart isn't that a comic guy Arbuckle isn't that a comic strip like in a newspaper back, yeah back in the old days I think there was an Arbuckle that was a like I'm not I'm not old enough to to go there yeah, I don't know God I'm that old or I remember my dad maybe. I think it was with uh, Betty and all them. I think there was an Arbuckle. Anyway, that was probably the last name of... Somebody. One of the it characters. sounds familiar. It does. Now that you're it mentioning really it. Does. So, I can almost picture him. He's like, he got a blue jacket on. Archie? 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 Back in the Archie, it was an Arbuckle in the Archie comics, I believe. I don't, I don't know. 
I don't. I just another thing to look. I'm gonna have to write these down. Yeah. We're gonna look it up. <laughs> in the dryer, right? Yeah, yeah. we'll play it back so, and and go yeah. go to it. Um. So yeah, no, we're um. So normally I go to this place in Northern Oregon uh, for don't my pig hunts. Mention the names. And we might go back. Yeah. Um. And basically they they weren't um didn't have availability. They weren't available this year. Yeah. So cool. then um, I got a hold okay. of Bighorn Canyon Ranch, but sadly the their land lease was sold out from underneath them. Oh, and they're going to be sucks. moving to uh, Arizona. Arizona here pretty soon. So, so we might be going to do that one. Yeah. There's some awesome family uh family owned business there at Bighorn Canyon who's moving to to Arizona. I think they're going to be in the Prescott area. We're um, going to fly in for those though. Yeah. So. Definitely flying for that one. Did you drive to this yeah, one? We yeah, drove. we did. We drove. So then I found uh, JP. It wasn't Geyser. that bad. It was only fourteen hours. Well, a... actually, twelve hours with me with me doing the pace. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then my pee breaks. Yeah. Because I had a bladder. Hey, up you know, you, yeah, I feel you. I pee. I had to pee when I got here. Right. Yeah. I only um, was thirty minutes away. <laughs> um, and then talked with JP. Got us a really good deal. Yeah. Um, so we were we were camping out. So it dropped the price for us. They have an entire. Like a state with a pool and Levi Morgan actually goes there and shoots. Yeah. Oh, does he? Yeah. I mean, th- this oh, cool. place is insane. They have like eighty thousand acres total, or something. Like some something stupid. We were in a ten thousand acre high fenced area that he had five mile sign. perimeter. Yeah. Wow. Just for so, these hogs. Yeah. Well, um, hogs, goats, goats. Yeah. And, that kind of stuff. Yeah. So. It, it was insane. Just how beautiful this place was. He calls it Jurassic Park, and yeah. you open it up, and there's beautiful oak trees and you got this scrub oaks and these these peaks and valleys and fingers and draws and ravines and it, it's an awesome place it really is it was really awesome there's so many different it sounds like terrain it's, have you guys been out like east side hunting yeah. washington yeah. sounds it's, like it sounds like, like i'm well it's 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 northern so it's northern, northern california. california it's right outside of san francisco and so you so, got you got basically like it looks like jurassic world yeah. To be honest with you, like the Jurassic World where you have the nice valleys. and mm-hmm. yeah. That's basically what it looked like. It looked like a place that you would say, there's Tyrannosaurus Rex, you know, from the movie or whatever. It, it <laughs> kind of looked like it's that. It's beautiful. It was cool. really cool. Yeah. Um, and so then <clears throat> we got down there early. Uh, early. Really nice early. We set up camp. Um, got everybody set. And then had a couple of guys pushed out uh, to go check and scout. And then I went out with JP. And then uh, Nick... David and Brian got their kills first thing in the morning. Yep, yep. I got no. Or I got first mine. thing in the day. First, I got mine that night. Yeah, that first day. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. Sorry, guys. The first night. So, unfortunately, Nick said, oh, "Well, I'm done." So he stayed at camp the rest of the time. Yep. Yeah, he's like, you. That so he. I think he was more bummed that he didn't get to look more. Right. Instead of he just he's just like oh there it is and shot. He so, was super excited. Yeah. Saw oh, I don't blame animal. him. I don't think I would have passed up what he shot. Oh, you, it you, was, so, yeah. Well, you know that saying. I I, uh, I want to say Stephen Ranella said it. Yeah, don't pass don't. on the first day what you kill on the last. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so. uh, that's me because I'm a meat eater. Mm-hmm. Me too. I don't go searching for antlers in the woods. I I just you know if that doe looks tasty. I'm sure you're happy. Well, see, I had somebody <laughs> comment on my Facebook page that uh, because I said I was gonna mount my my sh- my sh- ram that I got, mm-hmm. and they commented that I was a uh, that I was just out there for the trophy and stuff like that. And I'm like, really? Because I, as far as I remember, I just dropped my, all my meat off at the tax or at the butcher to get butchered up. I'm getting Italian sausage and breakfast sausage and steaks out of my, my ram. 
But, you know, who am I to say that I'm not going to eat my ram? You know better than I do, don't you? So. Yeah, I've had this conversation <laughs> with David about, like, the idea of trophy hunting and what it is. And Not this, David. No, 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 no not you. No, 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 I'm sorry. My co-host is not here, David Todd. So, um, no, like, like, if I went to Africa, you know, and shot something there, that's trophy hunting to me. But on the other part of it, at least all the meat's going to a tribe there to help feed them. Mm-hmm. You know, you and, I, and I still, and I still, if I can afford it, which if I can afford to go there, I might as well afford to get the skull mounted and everything too. Mm-hmm. You know, that's trophy hunting. You know, and I'm not, I don't go out there just looking for the best thing in the world to shoot. I go out there and think of meat. Yeah. So, so. to to that end though, let's, let's, I'm just going to kind of for, yeah. for a second, because when, <laughs> when I hear the word trophy, it's like a trigger for me. Yeah. Um, it, a trophy is what you make it. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. It yeah. Is. So for you in this instance, mm-hmm. the trophy is the meat. Yeah. Right. And then like the extra mm-hmm. was the skull. Oh yeah. And you want to forever remember mm-hmm. that hunt and what a, an awesome way to do that than to mount it. mount it. Now, and unfortunately that's, that's what it's called. It's mounting mm-hmm. and there's a process. Well, see, there's and more it, of a story to that Ram that I'll get into when, when the time's right. Yeah. Too, Cause there's a lot to that, that Ram story that I'm not saying yet. So. Okay. Yeah. It, it, it has a lot of meaning to me. Right. Well, and that's kind of my point, though, is is that a trophy can be anything, and it, but the main premise behind the word trophy, obviously, is that it's an, it's an award given to you for something you did, right? Exactly. Some, and that's something in order it's to attain that. This is definitely yeah, a participation yeah, yeah. trophy. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, not, it's I not, mean, not a participation trophy not no, at all. No, you either get a trophy or you are or eating you tag soup. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> and then that's your trophy. And that thermal paper ain't too tasty. Yeah, no. Any, anything that makes you feel better to me is a trophy. Right. So that could be a paycheck at the end of the week if yep. you feel like you put forth extra effort that paycheck. It shows the accomplishment of a goal that you set out yeah. to, to do. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, it is what it is. It like going through McDonald's drive through and figuring out that they put another double McDouble in. You know? Did they really? Or are you just messing I've, with I've me? had that happen once or twice. <laughs> they've actually gave me an extra McDouble. I'm like, wow, thanks. <laughs> the fat guy needs more. Good. <laughs> no, that did happen to me. Where was I? I was picking up pizzas at, uh, uh, we were picking up pizzas, me and my wife, and they had put somebody else's hot wing order oh my god in our oh dude in that, with our pizzas and i was like, it would happen like to be my gold at the end of the rainbow man happened to be my birthday so i was like there you go. score my oldest he birthday actually, juju. Uh, <laughs> my oldest he actually went in and ordered a mcdouble or something and he actually got it made with sausage patties instead wow and he was and he didn't know it until he took the bite out of it and he's like man dad you want to talk about a really good sandwich <laughs> i was like yeah i'd have to try that out so but, That's uh, funny. So okay, so and then, uh, so they actually got their kills the first day, right? And then um, we came back to camp, uh, sat around with headlights on and watched them skin them and hang them, and mm-hmm. and then we had uh, we had uh, hot hot dogs and chips for hot dogs dinner. and chips, and then we got uh, since it was Aiden's birthday, birthday we, we did, did s'mores, s'mores and sang happy birthday to my youngest for his birthday. And then went to bed early because we were getting up early and went out on our next day hunt. Sweet. Yeah. And then everybody tagged an animal on the second day. Yeah. 
Um, Me and Aiden and Aiden Aiden got his first kill about ten minutes later. I got my first kill. Aiden's Aiden's was actually really cool because he actually first shot. You know, this first, kid's been putting first in kill. work for months. And he shot this he shot this pig, and I swear to you, he hit this pig so hard in the back quarter that he stuck both arrows in both he stuck the arrow in both legs and that pig could not move oh crazy yeah it just sat in that one spot and screamed and screamed and screamed until he could put another arrow in this in this thing crazy and he was like jumping up and down inside the blind i got him i got him and actually jp was with us and he he made sure that aiden was going to make the right choice and the right kill and he actually came down and sat with us and told aiden that's the pig shoot him shoot him and aiden shot him Aiden actually drew on a bunch of pigs, and uh, he actually had to let down. He was he was patient, mm-hmm. and uh, this one presented it, and he took the shot, and he was jumping up and down in the blind, and we're like, knock another arrow, knock another <laughs> arrow. He's swinging the arrow. It's going five feet one side, five feet the other side. I had to grab it and knock it for him, and then he punched it and double-lunged it, and, and then he put another one in it just to, make, just to put it out. But, sure. Yeah, and then uh, as we were loading up his hog, I was like, "Can I, can I get that one?" So I shot one, and we got a really cool dad and son moment. We put both of our pigs together and took a nice picture of them together, and then I spread uh, some of my dad's ashes right with the pig kill. That's cool. So it was actually a really cool thing. And then uh, I think we were the only ones to kill in the morning, though. Yeah, yeah. My, I got mine yeah. in the afternoon. Yeah. And that was then, being pretty picky. And then, since we're into the goat story, I guess we'll go ahead and tell that one. Um, I wanted to shoot a four horn. That's what I was going for. Um, so we roll up. We're on our way out of the out, and uh, the goats were right there at the high fence. So we backed down, and I had to sneak up about a hundred yards on them. And I got within thirty, and I was looking, and this goat was standing broadside, looking back at me like this. I, I, yeah, ramp. I see yeah, it. Ain't ramp. nothing yeah, sneaky going it. on. The ram. The yeah. Ram, sorry. Mm-hmm. The ram was looked back at me like this, and I'm like, okay. So I scooted up a little bit more. I I, I uh, ranged this tree in front of me, and it was actually, I was 32 yards away from him, and the other one was uh, 22, uh, 12 yards away. So I snuck up to the other bush because then I'd only be 20. Um, which I should have probably taken a shot at 30 because I think I'd have done more damage with the levitate that way because it just it blew through that thing so easy um but uh i got up to, tw- to 20 and i looked over there and he was still looking at me broadside mm-hmm. so i stood up and as soon as i stood up he turned frontal at me so i stuck him right in the chest and uh went right through the chest right through one of the lungs hit uh hit part of the heart the and top then, artery of the artery yeah and then it stuck into his back back hip my arrow and uh he wobbled five feet one way five feet the other way and then the herd came around him and david will attest to this because this is a no no lie story so i'm so (laughs) i'm actually up in the same area just by chance um there's this beautiful big sow because i was going after sows because that's what i wanted uh because sow meat's a little little sweeter than boar meat um and so I'm getting ready, and all of a sudden I'm like, wait, something wrong with my rest. So I set my bow down, and I start working on my rest, and I look up, and I see Neil about 
two, three hundred yards away from me on this ridge line. <laughs> Got it. Um, and so I see him, so I put my bow down, and so I start recording from across the ridge line. And I got Neil sneaking up, and it was really cool. And he he's doing his thing. He has no idea I'm there watching. And this arrow is sticking out of this ram's throat, right? Chest cavity. And I look over, and here comes this four horn, the demon goat, just starts grabbing the fletchings and just starts ripping on it. <laughs> it's like, what's the? No lie. Like, he was trying to, I'll help you, buddy. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm coming by now. <laughs> and just starts yanking on it. You see the. the <laughs> It was, it was the weirdest thing I've ever seen. Crazy. And uh, so he actually clears out, and then I put another one, uh, double lunged him. Mm-hmm. He went over and laid down, and he was going to die, but I, I, I'm a humane guy, and I don't like that, so I shot another one just to put him out quicker. Um, I wanted a four horn, so, um, but to me, this was my dad telling me to shoot this one. Because it ended up being, as JP said, the nicest the nicest ram on there on that land at that time. Dude, that curl was beautiful. Um, he said it was the it, everybody at camp was jealous. Everybody will tell you that that was the best kill that we had at the camp. Um, it was to me. It was my dad telling me you need to shoot this one. So that's what I did. Cool. Um, and then, uh, so when I get the head back, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get a placard made for it, and it's gonna say in memory of Michael O'Connell. And the cool thing about it is, I actually got that kill on my dad's birthday. Yeah, that's so awesome, man. So it'll be three eight twenty two, instead of my dad. It, instead of my dad's birthday, it'll be three eight twenty two on the day I, the day I took that, ram. So it's got a lot of memory for me. Cool. In that aspect. So. Um. Yeah, it was it, it was a great it was a great time. It was great. Um, com- I don't know camaraderie. There we go. I'm not. <laughs> oh, I got to have chili for the first time. Yeah, you haven't had chili before. I'm deathly allergic to beans, and okay. so ninety percent of people who make chili put beans in it. Yeah, I'm from Texas. I was raised well. I was raised in Texas, and if you put beans in chili in Texas, they'll kill you. Okay. Yeah. They, they, that is not chili. And then I had my first Frito pie, which yeah. I never heard of before. Didn't know it was a thing. Frito pie? See, I'm not the only one. Thank you. So, Frito, Frito pie is take... something from Texas where you take Fritos and Turn put the chili in a bowl. And then, then you eat, eat it that way. God, that sounds like, really good. Oh, dude, yeah, it was it's deli- I had like three bowls of chili. <laughs> I'm going like, to yeah. I'm gonna have to buy some chili. And... Now, I, I, I'm a... Bean guy? I'm... Pacific Northwest, Beans. through and through, born and raised. Uh, I, I lived in Texas for all of like seven months during my Air Force stint mm-hmm. for training and whatnot. Tell me at least a Whataburger. I, oh, yes, yeah. I know about some Whataburger. <laughs> yeah, I know about some Whataburger. Yeah. Yeah, that's everybody's like in and out, in and out. I'm like, nah, no, 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 Whataburger, out, man. Nothing on Whataburger. Whataburger's. <laughs> I'm surprised we don't have one up here. They it won't pass the Mason Dixon line, man. I'm just it like, won't. come on, man. There's shakes. Oh God, yeah. Dude. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, it's like <laughs> one of the things I miss about Texas. Yeah. But uh, I don't even see now. You made me lose my yeah. train of thought. Oh, oh uh, chili. Yeah. Uh, chili, I'm yeah. a Nally's chili dude. Just so Nally's makes it without beans, though. Oh, do they? Yeah. Okay. It's really good to put on chili dogs that way too. Yeah, I like. Oh yeah, their... we put some of my uh, my dough that I got this year in it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. Put some of the stew meat in there. And and I got yeah. her with the, with the new Prime Inline 5. Yep. Okay, yeah, that's a popular bow. Mm -hmm. You know, I really, really enjoy the, the Inline series. They're really comfortable, really nice, easy draws. But as soon as I found out I could draw that Maverick back at 70 <laughs> pounds, yeah. and um, I'm shooting... So with the, the inline, I was shooting 253 mm -hmm. with my with my arrow setup, and with the dart, I was shooting 271. I'm going with the 271. Sure. Yeah. Well, you're still slow. So. Well, me compliance. I mean, you could drop like 60 grains on your arrow weight. That'll speed you up. No. Well, I should. I should. <laughs> I, I, I was just saying. I snort I fairy dust. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Troy is. I've love what Troy puts out um, and the knowledge behind it like it always says facts are stubborn things and if we follow physics and momentum it's momentum that kills not kinetic energy kinetic energy only measures potential levels of energy not practical momentum and it's the momentum that kills in archery and so if I can get an arrow right around the 500 grade mark, and that's what I found works best for me up here in the Pacific Northwest. Sure. Because we do have those longer shots. I can't use, I mean, I could use, I have used a 555 grade arrow and done some great things with it, but a little bit more speed. I mean, what's your reach then? You'd have to shoot a higher poundage just to have a, a, a reach if you wanted well, I to shoot, shoot distance. Out, I can always shoot out to 100 yards just because I take my time and I learn the system. And after 12 years in the infantry, getting intimate with my weapon system is something that is just ingrained in me. Sure. Um, and I can shoot out as far as I want, but because of all the trees and everything that we have, that parabolic arc for that arrow travel is a lot friendlier with a little bit higher speed if I can find that happy middle ground if possible. Right. And I think I've found that with this bow and my arrow setup. Well, Neil and I have the exact same arrow setup. It's just that he uses, well, I'm actually going to be using the same fletchings here soon. I wanted to have a nice full sour watermelon build where I have a nice reflective wrap with the Q2I Fusion Xeon veins just because they're nice, they're bright, and they look cool. That's why I like orange. Mm -hmm. Orange is like super bright. As um, soon as I, I like start doing like orange because, and pink, I, I like never yeah. lose arrows. I have, uh, I shoot the levitate. So at 28 and a half inches of draw with a 509 grain arrow. Mm -hmm. I'm at two. I'm at 296 feet per second with my levitate. Yeah, I'm gonna have to bring my arrows over here and have you uh, wrap them and fletch them. Yeah, I can do that. Uh, the wrap honestly kind of intimidates me because I don't want to screw up how it lays. So like the whole ADHD mm -hmm. thing, like I get kind of OCD about certain things. And I just want to be able to go, you know what, just wrap it for me. Because <laughs> otherwise, I'm going to screw yeah. it up and like try and like make the... <laughs> yeah. I'm going to try and have the overlay be aligned with the spine and in yeah. line with the cock vein. And like, no thanks. <laughs> yep, that's why I leave it to him. Yep. So. I do my best to do that all the time. So my favorite, the like arrow building is just... I kind of zone out and I kind of forget other things that are going on around me. And... Don't say it. Just leave it alone. <laughs> My wiretap's wire going off. You got Siri in the background? Yep. No, it's, not, it's, it's, it's the Samsung. I dropped my phone, and it's been weird ever since, and it likes to listen to me. <laughs> so we're being recorded. Probably. I what mean, up? we already are, but you know, another, <laughs> yeah. another one. Yeah. I'm not turning this into the FBI, but once it's on YouTube, <laughs> you know, they got yeah, access. Yeah, so. damn right. That's um, awesome. But yeah, so, we, so when people come in, you know, we find out, first and foremost, 
what the budget is because we want to make sure that we can get anybody into this and we have helped out quite a few people on the pricing and you know we've done a couple of things that a lot of bigger shops probably wouldn't do i think that kind of has to go with like they couldn't yeah. necessarily because they're a bigger shop exactly you know what i mean when they, you, they have when you get like a more we'll call it like a mom and pop shop like a small shop mm -hmm. they can accommodate they liberties with yeah how we do the pricing exactly things sure yeah. Um, and then, yeah, we, we do our best to, to keep it as budget friendly as possible. And, you know, first and foremost, is this for Target? Are we just going to be plinking? Or are you looking at hunting with it? And then we figure out what's going to be, you know, the best bow we can get them into, the best site we can get them into, the best arrows and broadheads and inserts and all that stuff yep. to it's, maximize <clears throat> their potential. It's like the people that come in and they go, well, how much does it cost to start into, into it? And I'm like... <laughs> that all, that's all going to depend on your budget. Yeah, for real. I mean, you can start off with a bare legit at, you know, 500 bucks, and you get most everything. You just got to buy arrows and a release. Yeah, exactly. You know? That's a that's a good setup, yeah, it's, and it's going to last you. It's going to last you. It's it's not going to, you know, it's not my favorite bow by means, but you know what? Just to get started and figure out what you're going to do. I had a guy come in, and he was like, I don't know if I want to, because he's left eye dominant. And he was like, I, I want to learn how to shoot with my dominant eye. And I'm, he's like, so I want to buy a Matthews left-handed bow. And I said, well, if you don't even know if you like shooting left-handed, why don't you start with a legit? Just find out if you like it. If you don't like it, then you're only out 500 bucks. Yeah, instead, instead of, of 1200 a legit is a yeah. lot easier than trying to resell a left-handed Matthews. Yeah, you have an easier time recouping yeah. 500 than you would well, 1200 then, That's not, not going to happen. He came back, and he's like, I love it. So he bought, a, he bought the Matthews from me because he was like, you know what? Nobody else would have done that. They would have just sold me the Matthews. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, I'm not yeah. there for that. I want to make sure. And he goes, so I asked him, I said, do you want me to put your bow up for sale? And he goes, no, I'm going to have my little boy shoot it now. There you go. And, you know, now he's, he wants to get into archery after watching Daddy and everything else. And I'm like, yeah, perfect. Yeah, that's how my kids are. Yeah. I, I so, uh, a little background, how I got into archery real quick. Uh, I tried out for Top Shot Season 3. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if you remember the show. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But... They have, they, they basically do everything. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I need to practice some archery before I go down to do this, like, interview mm -hmm. to potentially be on the show. So I busted out my dad's old bow. Mm -hmm. I'm throwing arrows, and I'm like, it was like somebody had lit the flames to an old smoldering mm -hmm. fire. And it was yeah. just, yeah. oh, man, I'm having a blast. Anyway, so I got back into archery when I turned 30. And my daughter was like right there behind me with the little Nerf bow, trying to shoot and everything. Now she does competitions and stuff with me. And Heck yeah. 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 We, uh, my boy, my, my youngest, he, uh, he got into it because mom and mom and dad were going to start shooting. So he got a, we bought him a craze two. Craze yeah. Two. Yeah. That's when you yeah. gave that to my oldest. Yeah. Okay. Um, I bought him a craze two. And then I, when I opened up the shop, I realized that he that the craze two only went in inch increments, and he was at a half. Oh, inch. not half inches. Yeah. yeah. So and he was at a half inch, so it wasn't fitting him exactly right. So, so I was like, well, you know what? I own I own a shop. I might as well give you a nice bow, and that way, people you know, if people want to shoot it, it's already set up. All I got to do is bring it down. So I got him a mission hammer. Mm-hmm. And he loved it. 
and he was working hard at trying to get up into the pounds, and but the speed wasn't there for him. Mm-hmm. So me and another guy that works in the shop, Kevin, he uh, we were talking on Facebook on the messenger, and he says, "Why don't you try putting him in the Prima? Because he's got a short draw." Uh huh. And uh, so I had him shoot my wife's Prima which I had to crank the pounds up on my wife's Prima, and then she couldn't pull it back, <laughs> which is a funny story. Right. What'd you do to my bow? Yeah, her 10-year-old could pull back more than she could. 11. Well, he's 11 now, but he was 10 then. <laughs> um, but uh, um, so I, I built him this complete bow setup for this Prima, and he was like, he's like, it's so, it's got a woman's name. I don't want that bow, so I... I took my label maker and I hit a whole bunch of O's and then cut them out and I put the O over it because he started calling it a, it's not a Prima, it's a Primo. So I put the O over all the, <laughs> over funny. all the A's. So he has a Primo. So That's funny. He's shooting the Matthews, only Matthews Primo mm-hmm. yeah. bow out there. So and he's I'm, shooting the, uh, the Black Eagle Rampages with the 50 mm-hmm. grain insert and a hundred grain head from a uh, madman yeah. from Radical Archery Design. Yeah. He has uh, white water wraps with the same fletchings that I do, the Q2I Fusion Xeons. Yeah, I want to get with white water and do some custom wraps. You can do it. Didn't right David me. have, or not David? Nick had those uh, custom we actually, wraps I made. We did those for him. Oh, you made those? Yeah, I actually called White Water and had to make make yeah. those. That's cool. I I got a picture of uh, Charlie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and sent it into them, and they actually sent it back in that green and everything. Yep. That's cool. And I didn't even—I wasn't even asking for the green. That was going to be the next question. And they sent it back in the green and everything, and I'm like, "That's perfect." Yeah. I even got teary-eyed over. I want to do like, something with the channel logo. Well, Whitewater—they'll do anything yeah. for you. They are an awesome family-owned business over in Oklahoma. Um, I found so, them. Grab your grab your stabilizer. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I want to do uh, so. We want to do some like stab wraps and arrow wraps. Yeah, they can so, do everything. So if you look at that, they actually put that on all of our, all of ours for us. They put the Ocala Archery on our. That's a nice wraps. little stab. I like that. That's the Conquest. Uh, control freak. Control freak. Hitman. I like the the low profile of it and everything. It balances really it's well. It's getting really popular in the industry. I don't it get is. any crosswind off of it. Yeah. And, and I'm not having to pay super big money for it. Right. It does everything it's supposed to. So there I pay like 60, 70 bucks for a stab. Mm-hmm. Instead of 150. Yeah. yeah. I, I've shot, <laughs> I mean, they're, I've they're shot a lot of different. Yeah. I mean, I've shot titanium archery products and I've shot a cutter. Mm-hmm. And I mean, they're both great, amazing products. It's all. So Conquest is all is owned by Black Eagle. And then and then Darden's owned by Black Eagle now. So, oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I actually, when I went down to ATA, sat down and talked with, God, I can't the president of Darton when we were there because I was trying to find out, find a bow for my son. Mm-hmm. And I ordered the bow and got the bow here and then realized that it wouldn't fit my son's draw length. He's still he's really short on the draw. An inch and a half still short for his uh, <clears throat> forty pound Maverick. Yeah. So. Dang it. I was like, so, but he is gonna go to a dart and bow as soon as he can. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there is a dart and bow that would fit him, but 
he really uh, wants that Maverick. So Cyclone, well. right? Yeah. Yeah, Cyclone SD. He really, but he really wants that uh, Maverick. So it's sitting in the back waiting for him. I got my daughter a uh, Bowtech, um, the Infinite Edge. Pro? Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it's a Pro. It's the Infinite Edge and the Infinite oh, Edge Oh, yeah, Pro. okay. Yeah. The uh, but diamond. just be yeah yeah, yeah yes thank you the diamond infinite edge yeah. uh, just because it's, it's so variable yeah is it the single or the dual cam one uh single I don't know I'm not a yeah I'm not a bow tech <laughs> okay <laughs> I'm like it's got cams it's it <laughs> I have back no and idea. go forward it crazy yeah. is, that's, is how it that's, works that's what uh so that's that's kind of like their that's their mission line. You know, like Matthew's mission line. Um, Bowtech has theirs. Darton. Darton doesn't have one. They don't have like a secondary, you know, but they have the entry line. So does PSE. Um, and then they have... Uh, Prime they has... Have, then they have the mortgage bow. Yeah. yeah. So... Levitate. <laughs> that's what we call it. The mortgage, the mortgage bow. bow. Yeah. Yeah, so, okay. The levitate, uh, like, just the base setup... Mm-hmm. What's that run? Just for the bow? Yeah. Eighteen ninety nine. Well, I mean, that's not as bad as the RX-7. No, it's not. I mean... But that full setup with arrows yeah. is only uh, 5.9 pounds. You know what I like about this bow is the design of the the riser. Mm-hmm. It is be- the lines on that and the it's way that so they, they change sleek. in the sunlight. You know, I mean... Uh, I held, uh, you know who Pacific Northwest Huntress is? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sarah. When, yeah, 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 Sarah. Um, when she got hers, she traded her OD green for a black one, and she let me hold it, and it didn't have everything on it. And I was like, oh my goodness, yeah, that Nick's, thing is light. Nick's is in the back, too. That is yeah. so light. Um, it's a nice bow. I, I, I can't say, I, I haven't shot one, so... But you got the Epsilon rest on here. Mm-hmm. Yep. You got a seven pin trophy ridge sight. The React Pro. Yeah, that's nice. Um, it, Tight spot quiver. It's a clean setup. I like it. So that bow right there at 28 and a half inch mm-hmm. draw with my 509 grain arrows is 296 feet per second. That's that's fast. When I, when I took that out at 70 pounds, that's at 68 pounds, by the way. Yeah, oh really? That's this, you only have this at sixty eight. That's a sixty eight. I mo- so I was tinkering with it and I was trying to shoot through paper and I shot it through paper, and I I turned the cam I turned the cams out or the limb pockets out yeah just a little bit, and then it shot a bullseye and I'm like well that's where it's telling me it wants to be yeah, the bullet yeah so I was like there we go so but at seventy when we first got into the shop we set it up and at seventy pounds. With my with a five hundred and fifteen grain arrow at that time, I think five hundred no five hundred and thirty grain arrow. It was three hundred feet per second. Wow! It no, was no, it's five fourteen. Five fourteen. Okay, but with a whisker biscuit on it. I have some test arrows up there. Oh, the, with a whisker on it. With yeah. a whisker on it. So I mean, shave but five no, off. I we thought the same thing. I put the epsilon on it. It it was the same feet per second. Really? This bow's yep. so fast it won't even slow down for a whisker biscuit. That's crazy. It, it, it was it was, it was unreal. I was thinking five pounds. I was thinking five feet. Yeah. Two. Nope. Still three hundred. I went in here and I go, dude. And he's like, right? <laughs> That's I like, unreal. I like how you have your uh, 
how you have your ham ski tied in down here. That's yeah. kind of cool. That's kind of, that's different. I haven't seen anything like that before. Well, that's I why they little, have that hole there. Get a little funky with it. So, and then I did a little security uh, tie around there to make sure, because we were having issues with the... Um, this right here? Yeah, yeah, so you see how I have the, the serving tied around there. Yeah. Um, I We were having issues with the, the string. It wouldn't slack. It wouldn't yeah. go slack. It would just like bow out. Yeah. So we were so afraid it was, was going to catch stuff. it on the cable or something. Hmm. So I made I did security knot um, on front and back. It's also alleviating some of the stress. Well, actually, as we would pull it, this would this would just come out this come way. Out. Yeah. Oh, so weird. It, it wouldn't actually. So we were like, well, let's tie it so all. So you in. anchored it to that to yep. make sure that the travel tracked properly. Yeah, yeah. and the same every single time. Yep. Sure. So. But That's that is that is probably one of the fastest bows. Well, the fastest bow I've ever shot in my life. Fastest one I think I've ever seen. So. And that epsilon rest is is really easy to tune out. I'm I'm really enjoying how they did it. Um, the only thing, the only downside to it is you have this big shiny reflective circle right here. It's yeah, I by mean, the quiver when the quiver's on though. So. Yeah, but still, you'd think you could like paint it, make it muted. Well, you would think they would. Well, right. sure, sure. You know, instead of putting a big silver one in there. You know, it's one of those things that like... Make it black one or something. You make it and you go, hey, Hamsky, awesome. That? And then afterwards, <laughs> yeah, right? Well, and then man. afterwards, you, you you figure out what changes people yeah. want and so on. I want to get one of these Epsilons for my daughter's bow because and then she's a left-handed shooter and she's small. On the, the Maverick here. We did the same thing. Oh, yeah. So I tied it through there and then did a nice little... And Daisy then on, chain. even on Nick's math, uh, the VX, the V3X that we that we sold him, mm -hmm. we did the same thing. We tied it through the, there on the Matthews too. Yep. Hmm. On his uh, Trinity, I think that's what he. Yeah, yeah, he has yeah. A, the Holy Trinity. What would be the difference between that and then doing what you know? You're not having to split the cable. Okay. Um, or, or, or tying it or around the limb, the limb. You, you have to, you can also worry about shifting on the limb and things like that, or adding extra weight to the limbs or. Mm. Um, so I've seen it just like down around the axle down here. See, yeah. and then that that just that worries me um, because that's a that's a fail point. That's something like that it can get caught in the cam. Something well, funky goes wrong. You, I'll tell you. A I try to story. alleviate as much crap to go wrong in the field as possible because thanks sure. to Murphy, what can go wrong will go wrong. And if we can well, try to alleviate that, yeah. I I've never I've never shot a drop away. I refuse to. Last year I refused to. Why? I shot the V the V Max last year, hmm. the Trophy Ridge V Max, the Whisker Biscuit that they have. It's micro adjustable. It does all the same things. Sure. Um, the reason I did it is because that string. If you're if you take QADs are great rest. I'm not taking anything away from it. It's cable actuated. You know, it's great rest. But that string gets cut out in the open. What do you do? When you're out in the field, you're out elk hunting. And you cut that string, and then here comes that big bull. You can't shoot. Sure. That, that your dropway's in done. So my point was, why do I want to put something on there that has a fail point? Okay. So, so why'd you I go to an epsilon? I went to the epsilon because you wanted to miss on your pig. No. Because <laughs> um, your string broke. One, it's not cable actuated. I could tie it through like you like you were like you saw. I could mm -hmm. tie it through there, and you don't have to tear apart the rest in order to put D loop back on it. Yeah, the QAD. I the have a D loop slow. material back on it. 
All you gotta do is unscrew a little hole, run it through, and tighten it down. Oh yeah, yeah, I I I know what With you're the saying. With QAD, yes. you have to take that whole trigger off. Yeah, run you gotta the cord like back feed through. it through. It's yeah. kind of a pain. Yeah, I'll agree. So I don't have to worry about that out in the field. Yeah, it's, uh, it's unless all you I gotta do is carry a little bit more. Some uh, all I gotta do is carry a little bit more de loop material, and I'm ready to go in the field. Yeah, I well, if you I think of it as a as a hunting standpoint of like he said, what can go wrong will go wrong, and I I still carry a V Max in my backpack. Just in case. It's all centered, ready to go. Sure. If something happens, I just slap that on, center it up, I'm done. I'm ready to go. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Hold on just a second. Yeah. Hold that thought. It beeped, and I don't know why. <laughs> and I don't know why. <laughs> no way. I think it literally just turned off. So you know what? I'm out. I'm done. I'm pretty sure that's what I did. I mean, brand new batteries in it. So let's try that some more. All right. <laughs> really weird. I, honestly, I hit record when we started, so yeah. I haven't well, looked at it since we started. We'll see what happens. Well, at least we'll you see what happens, beep. man. At least you caught the beep. I caught the beep. I heard it go beep. Um. Anyways, well, this has been. A fun conversation. Yeah, yeah. Talking about bows and your shop. And yeah. uh, I guess the question would be like, you're coming up on your year mark, mm-hmm. like, and everything is going good. Everything seems to you be got, going great. You got customers coming in. Yeah. Yeah. I noticed on the customers. IG page, you guys like post a photo every time but somebody buys a bow. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. That's pretty cool. Um, what do you, like, where do you see you guys in five years? And what do you got coming in like the near future, like hunts? Um, within the near future, we will have a bigger, bigger facility, maybe here on my property, um, or somewhere else. Um, I plan on moving more towards the coast and up north. Up north will be more on this side of the water. Okay. Um, when that happens, I, I'm I'm hoping David will run that one, and then uh, <clears throat> I'll have what I'm what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to build build a nice little nest egg for my youngest to take over. Sure. Um, he wants to be very and has the ability because that kid can shoot. Um, he has the ability to be very pronounced in this archery industry. Um, as far as shooting and far as anything else, he, if, if when David builds arrows for him, he's right there with him, mm-hmm. wanting to build the arrows, wanting to learn how to glue. Um, I he's set up continuously seeking knowledge. I cool. set up his Prima for him. Um, he was right there helping me. Um, it's nothing that he doesn't want to learn that, and he wants to take over, but there is a stipulation. He has to go to college and get a business degree in order for him to take over on this company that his mom and I are building together cool um, five years from now is what I'm hoping to to do is to have another shop open have another location here um, with an indoor range and stuff like that um, we are probably we will as as other archery shops 
that I know, um, we will close like one week during deer season, one week during elk season. Um, we actually have if a we don't get the elk, if we don't get the elk during early season, we will be closed another week during late <laughs> season. Sure. Because just like everybody else, we are hunters just as much. Mm-hmm. So we don't, this is our passion, but our other passion is to be out in the woods doing the same thing everybody else is doing. Sure. Um, but we we want to grow. Um, I went to ATA this year. I want to go back to ATA next year. Um, continue to grow my business and become bigger and more successful and mm-hmm. um, just live life. When our year anniversary comes up, we are actually uh, we're going to smoke some of the hog that we got on our on our hunt, on our hunts mm-hmm. with some of the spices that we're actually having coming into the shop. We're going to yeah. smoke it up with that. We're going to make uh, little uh, dollar sliders mm-hmm. out of it. So they can try this, the different spices and that kind of stuff. Cool. Um, and, uh, you know, make a, we're going to pro, we'll probably raffle off a really nice bow. So keep that in mind for, uh, our yeah, opening. let us know when you do that. Yeah. Um, It'll probably be on your IG. Yeah. yeah. Oh, another thing I forgot to mention is we that are doing YouTube now. Yep. We're doing, yep. We have a YouTube channel. Yep. We're going to start posting YouTube videos. Our hunt actually will be coming on there. Our hunt and the bows that we use and the setups that we have will all be out there. Cool. Um, and then once a week, we plan on doing bow reviews and put, post them on, on our YouTube channel so people can watch the short little clips of what we do and of what and how the bow reacts so they can figure out what they want to do. Yeah. And then once again, you know, if, if you don't know what you want to shoot, don't, don't, let, don't let that worry you. I mean, that's what we're here for. Just come in and tell us a couple bows that you want to shoot, and we'll set them all up, and you can shoot them and find mm-hmm. out which one you like better. Because just because you everybody shoots Matthews doesn't mean Matthews is going to be the right bow for you. Right. So I started out with a pair. Yeah. And I went to a shop at I'll just it was in Puyallup, and it wasn't Sportco because uh, that's in Fife. But anyway, so I went to a shop, and I was looking at the Hoyt Charger had come out, and I was like. That's a cool looking bow. Right. I already know where you went. I already know where you went. Yeah. 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 I, I was like, oh man. <laughs> and but the guy that was running the counter was not very personable. No, I can't stand that. And uh, he, uh, so it kind of really put a bad taste in my mouth. I, I went there with my dad's old Jennings Gale Force. Hell yeah. Yeah, which I still have. I, I brought with me the riser because i'm going to turn it into a franken bow nice you ever heard of that yeah yeah yeah. Uh, actually we have a couple of jennings we're working on yeah really yeah yeah i'll bring it in in a minute and you guys can look at it i don't know i'm I'm on the fence i like i've posted it for sale on marketplace and i'm like ah because do it do i want to be able to do it anyway (laughs) uh so i took it in there and the guy was like look i don't have any i don't have any uh uh parts for this mm-hmm. you're not gonna find any he's like so i can't work on it for you because yeah yeah so uh we yeah we we can do an intermission and then i'll just okay yeah okay so now that we're back we'll try and pick up where we left off uh anyways long story short i went online and bought a bear authority and built it I spent like 200 bucks for a bear bow 
and then put everything on it. Found a uh, Trigicon AccuPin. Oh, nice. Dude, for 200 bucks. What? Online. How'd you find that for two? I, you know, you search long enough and you can find yeah, anything. That's so, true. That's true. I bought it for 200 I think I sold it for 220 because I, I knew what I had. Yeah. <laughs> I know what I got. But I, know what I, got. I, like, I wouldn't mind putting one on my hunting bow. I really, because I like how it comes to a point. And then I can dial in for the tip of that point, mm -hmm. you know, whereas dots, you, you can't really do that. I mean, you could, but you, really the idea is, is different with a dot. But mm -hmm. anyways, and I like the mover, but at the time I didn't shoot the poundage. Oh, you got him talking now. He's gonna I don't know how I got started on that whole, that whole thing there, but it's pretty cool. And then this is the, the easy, V. Easy V bow sight. The easy V bow sight. And I've seen these. Solidly for five years. Um, and they're stadiometric ranging. It's been in use in the mil militaries worldwide for over 150 years. They're they're simple. Yeah. They're simplistic. I'll give that them that. And tank. it's a very minimalist design. Mm -hmm. It's it's. Uh, Aaron Lasco. They're 100 U.S. made over in Bozeman, Montana. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's pretty cool. I noticed. You, did you paint yours? No, that's the the camo version. Yeah. Oh. Okay. I I know. I have had custom ones seracoded throughout the years. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've given, you know, I've sold them. In, one know, of our customers actually has one. Yep. Um, cause he got an all OD green and everything and he was really wanting, um, to, to get the easy V site, but he's like, I don't know if I want to do the black or the camo because it doesn't really match. And I was like, well, funny you should say that because I have an OD green one that I customized with orange writing. I highlighted all the writing and everything with a blaze orange uh, uh, acrylic pen and it, it's it's really nice looking mm -hmm. and so, so you sold it to him yep so sweet yeah we try we try to do everything we can with with our customers i mean we're not you know i don't even care if you come in and spend money with me you can just come in here and bullshit with us or talk and shop and hang out <laughs> drink coffee and yeah <laughs> i i think i think i had every bench in here every seat in here full on uh on Black Friday, mm -hmm. and I think we sat around and drank coffee all day. And when customers came in, we would sit, get up, and help them, and nice. and then they would leave, and we would go back to shop talk. Right. It was just it was a lot of a lot of fun. So in the future, like um, uh, moving on to where you see you guys selves and O'Connell Archery worldwide. O'Connell Archery <laughs> worldwide. No, you should go. just say. Coastal, yeah, yeah, because the East Coast doesn't need us. Well, see, and <laughs> it's it's hard because you got to start a business, right? You, you so you go and you try to apply for business loans, but they won't give you a business loan for until you're open for two years. So how do you start a business until if you haven't had a business? That's a good question. Exactly. Yeah. So people in the banking industry should really figure that out because here I I had to use my dad's inheritance, the money we had saved up, everything went into this. Yeah, but hey, you know, in another like twelve months, you can yeah. get a loan. Yeah, well, and that's <laughs> well, and that's the other thing is, is you know, right now I could do that. I could put everything on my home, you know, on my home loan and everything. And I'm like, but this fails. Then I got to make that payment. How do I do that if I don't have this income? Right. You know, so there's there's that stipulation. I don't want to lose everything I have. Right. You know, I want to be able to know that I have my nest egg. If I lose a business, that's fine. But if I if I lose my house on top of it, yeah, that would suck. Yeah, mm -hmm. I, I just I can't I can't go that route. 
So. Yeah, they've got some great like <clears throat> highway, roadside, like domiciles mm-hmm. nowadays. Though you know they're usually like wrapped in blue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but I'm not one of them that would like to do that. So yeah. I, I like to be able to walk in and go, hey, there's my dogs, there's my kid. Hey, I got a stove. I got a refrigerator. I don't have to worry about food. Right. You know? Yeah. That's kind of... I don't want to have to go out there and go, Hey, I got a family. Can you help me feed myself? You know? I don't need that. I'm a fat guy for a reason. I like food. (laughs) (laughs) If I can't eat, I'm not going to be... I'm going to get hangry. So... (laughs) Right. (laughs) I'm a skinny guy. I get hangry. Yeah. You know? Yeah, but the Snickers will make you guys happy. There you go. Crayons. King size. I really do have one. (laughs) King size won't even help me. What do you got planned for hunts? Uh, next year we're planning on probably maybe going to Texas. There you for go a, for a hog for some more hunts. Um, I know me and Nick talked about. I'm sorry. To, go ahead. Me and Nick talked about going back to JP and doing the very the big the big area with the wives. Mm-hmm. So staying in the nice mansion where they feed you and do all that. <laughs> Oh, dude, that estate do do the bougie thing for the wives and that way that way we have everything um but i think texas is gonna be up there um have you heard of uh speaking of texas have you heard of hog snort resort mm -hmm. they're on instagram and they do like the nighttime silenced ar oh see I, I, I don't get me wrong I'm a gun fanatic too I am mm-hmm. I love my guns too but as an like I, I don't I know had, if they I do had archery on the way but... down, I had a guy on the way down to the hunt and he goes he goes where are you guys headed and I said we're gonna go down to northern California for a hog hunt and he goes you guys using bows uh, it says archery shop right <laughs> on the side of my truck what do you think <laughs> you going skiing uh, yeah it's yours yeah yeah I, I took it with my 350 you know i took it with my nine mil or whatever you know and i'm just sitting there going yeah that doesn't make it a lot of sense that i'm gonna i'm gonna go down there and go yeah look at this bullet hole but i'm gonna sell you a broadhead you know it yeah. doesn't make any sense sure i'm gonna i'm gonna use what i sell that way i can show sure. people that hey this it works mm-hmm. that makes sense you know with a, especially how expensive guns and ammo is right now it's it's well and then in california you get to have specialized lead-free yeah. ammunition we had to buy copper rounds when we went down there you want for to talk our, about for it. our self-protection sidearms yeah crazy you want you to talk even about take even it. finding that was yeah hard. yeah that's not and then it was it was like 60 bucks for what 24 rounds for you and 24 mm-hmm. rounds for me it was 60 bucks 20 20 rounds oh yeah 20 rounds no yeah i'm like it was 60 bucks i'm like dude you know you can you can go out all day and shoot shoot a bow with six arrows you can as long as you don't lose them or break them don't (laughs) shoot spot oh that's one of my biggest pet peeves when people come oh dave i shot the fletchings off man need you to refletch need you to do this need you are you shooting groups well yeah (laughs) stop shooting groups the yeah. funny thing is, <laughs> I sent her a picture and I said, "Stop grouping." <laughs> yeah, I I learned that early on. Like in it's job shooting security, archery. but it's. I would much rather you save your money, and then keep shooting for as long as you can. And when it comes time to get some more arrows or new arrows, you take that money that you're paying to refletch and do all that stuff and put them into a better arrow for yourself. Exactly. Yeah, I can understand why people 
shoot why why they group though it's think of it like a trophy it's that instant gratification of i'm consistently doing the same thing if i shoot spots i can say yeah i'm hitting the middle every time but it it doesn't look as cool it doesn't feel as cool when i can take my when i can take my hinge my little knock on or whatever and put it right over the arrows no I, i agree i agree you know but as an archery shop owner, yeah, please shoot groups all you want, please. But, <laughs> as but a guy as who a, has to refletch them all the time. Yeah. But as a, but as you know, as the mayor's done yet? Well, no, you, you know, there's a big line in front yeah. of you. <laughs> um, it's just it takes it takes time, you know. I mean, don't get me wrong. When you first get a bow, you want a group, no, and no. that's why we always preach buy inexpensive. Then. Yeah. You yeah, know? yeah, that's what don't I did. Buy expensive. I did a uh, archer's edge. I think it was with the arrows I bought in the beginning. Oh, the the fiberglass ones. I I can't remember what they're made out of, but they're very durable. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like sixty bucks for a twelve pack. That's Probably super affordable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, sweet Archer's Edge. Yeah, I think they're. Yeah, I got them at Sportco back when Ryan was mm-hmm. there. But anyway, um, and now I I I build arrows. You know, for target and mm-hmm. to be more consistent. Well, and so. target arrows are totally different because you got the back ends that you put in where you, when you do group, they do slide off. You know, the only thing you're really possibly going to break is your knocks. Yeah, are those 26s? 27s. No, those are 23s. 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 Yeah. Those are mine. Yeah, I want to I want to get some 23s. Uh, What's fine? Well, my Matthews I shoot like 48, 49 pounds. You do a 400. So, yeah, it would be something like that. It would be a, a bigger... You do a 400 with a hot green tip? I tell you, I think I run... Uh, I have my arrows in the car. But anyways, we can... I don't have it memorized. That's a nice <laughs> arrow. Yeah, I like your really veins that you have. Yeah, those stiff. are actually... These are the brand new Q2i Fusion 2.5s. There's a lot of places that don't even have those. Yeah, that's pretty nice. We we, we do Q two eyes here I because love they Q2I have the polymer construction that makes them adhere better. Now here's a like arrow nerd question. Mm-hmm. So you do the wrap, right? Mm-hmm. Does the overlay, even though it's very minimal, I've never had an issue. Cause a weight difference? No. And no. pose any sort of stability it is issue? Such a minuscule aspect, like. So finite, it, like yeah. if there but is a difference, it's barely measurable. Yeah. Here's the bonus of a wrap of a wrap. One of your fletchings fall off. Oh yeah, like I get that. Yeah. So you that's why I want to go to wraps. Yeah. yeah, so you have to scrape that carbon. Because so I've been there like. Weaker. But so say you cut too deep in that carbon. Yeah. Or now you, you're screwed. Now you cause a micro fracture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you go to shoot that arrow. Now your hand becomes a porcupine, and so is your face with that carbon. Yeah. So it's an integral issue for me. To use a wrap, also I can identify the arrow easier. I can see if, you know the blood better, and if you do, you can also have it act as a turbulator if you want as well. That's also. Oh, uh, you said to disrupt the airflow yeah. before it hits the fletching. Yeah, that's, that's what also you mean. A custom yeah. wrap from whitewater from archery. Whitewater. Oh, okay. Because normally <laughs> that <laughs> snake. Yeah. Is black. The marine snake. But I made him the Gaddiston. I made him go to white, so it would stand out a little bit more. Yeah. So. The don't tread on me. Man. Yep. That's pretty cool. 
Um, yeah, but no, the, I really enjoy the the Q2i veins. Um, they have great memory. They have great steering. They're stiff, but not over stiff. Uh, they're very quiet in flight. Actually, the quietest uh, fletching I've ever used is from Q2i. It's the Griff X vein. It's a low profile parabolic. It's the ones that um, I showed you with the the, the orange wrapped arrows. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are literally whisper quiet in flight. Cool. Um, with the shield cuts, you get a little bit of noise because the air is rushing over that point and everything else. But they... and we do we do things. That... Yeah, but this you're not hunting no, with exactly. this and trying to be stealthy yeah, before no. impact. No. So. Um, and they are just phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, and they like said, and then the, for veterans, if they come in and they build arrows, um, they get um, free. They get six free um, field point tunes with the inserts. And six broadhead tunes with the insert tunes uh, for free. We take care of our veterans because my dad was a veteran. I'm That's a vet. cool, man. So, and David's a veteran, so. Well, veterans like me appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, well, I mean, if we don't take care of each other, who else will, right? Well, for sure. And I also sit on the board for a veteran nonprofit too. Oh, okay, cool. So we 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 give back. I'm very patriotic, so um, I just. What's the one to that me, Todd's a part of? That we that we huh? donated the bows to Todd's. Uh, I don't remember. Um, maybe Todd can, if he sees this, can post Mention a little it. something on there of what what organization we donated to. I can't remember though. I'm um, back. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we try we try to do as much as we can. I mean, we had a lady or a kid in town that had, was going through another heart transplant. And they were trying to raise money, so we donated a bow to raise, help raise money for her. That's cool. Um, we're, you know, we as a community and as a nation, we have to look out for each other, you know? And mm-hmm. that's kind of what we have to do, and especially in this day of age. Yeah, right. Especially when you go down to California on your hog trip and you're paying $7 a gallon for fuel. Right. You yeah, know, it's like six twenty-five. It was insane. So, um, but I just... We just want to do our part, and we want to have fun and and enjoy life. So, and as a reminder, there's only 172 days, 11 hours, and 47 minutes until hunting season. Bam! <laughs> there you have it. <laughs> yeah. That's opening day for deer, fellas. So get in and get your equipment figured out. That's do it now, and yep. then spend the rest of the time practicing. Exactly. Well, another thing that we do that a lot of shops don't is we have recipe cards for everybody's arrow that comes in here. A recipe card? I write down a recipe card for every single Right, one. so what they're like is... Everything that I need to know to rebuild that arrow for them. Mm-hmm. So I all write I have to do is call in. Cool. Call in and say, hey, this and this. Um, we have a couple other things that we will explain to the customers when they come in that we do for other people that we don't want to... We don't want to tell everybody because we don't want other companies to follow sure. suit and do things the same way. Sure. So... Um, mm-hmm. But we do we do a couple of things differently than other people do. Yep. So, um, but in five years, that's where we hope to see ourselves, man, is out there and. Yeah. You know. I um, will say this was super easy to find with the GPS. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't know why, but in my mind, I had you pictured in like downtown. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh no, it's up here, and then I was like. This place can be hard to find, but it's like right off the yeah yeah 
East Pickering Road. Mm -hmm. yeah. And then right I saw the little sign mm -hmm. to turn left. Yep. Like, okay, here we go. And then usually yeah. we have the, uh, the open sign on, and yeah. that's uh, green. Yeah, well, I mean, if you and didn't see gonna it, do... you're going to see the moose yeah. out front. Yep. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, the moose is because of my dad. My dad, that was my dad's favorite. What he wanted to hunt before he died was a moose. Yeah. He never got the chance to, so. So I'm going to tell you something cool about my dad, mm -hmm. who's still alive. Um, he has my, all my nephews, mm -hmm. or not nephews, all my cousins call my dad Uncle Moose. Mm -hmm. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, and so his thing is the moose as well. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't know, it's just kind of... Well, my interesting my, connection, side connection there. Serendipitous. So I drive, Serendipitous. There I you go. The, I drive the Dodge Cummins. Mm -hmm. That's not a moose. That's, that's <laughs> they, a ram. But they, but they have the antlers. You know, the thing stuck off the mirrors. Oh so yeah, the mirror. Yeah. And they always call them the moose antlers. Oh. And uh, I, I told my wife, I said, well then call my truck Bullwinkle. I don't care. <laughs> I said I tell way too much to drop them things down. Yeah. So. Um. But. It's an easy place to find. Um, we hope that everybody enjoys coming here, and you know, yeah, um, our customers are number one. So, well, I hope you guys grow. I mean, you got the you got the, the right space for it, mm -hmm. so you know, it can well, only like go said, up, right? Um, yeah, I mean, if anything, I'm happy with the way it is right now. But I mean, I would love to get it bigger. But, sure, you know, I mean. I would like to be as big as some of the other companies out there. Mm -hmm. um, unfortunately, right now, you know, you're you're, I'm I'm building where other people have already done that. Right. So. Yeah, you're you're at the building the foundation. Mm -hmm. That's yep. where you're at. Yep. And then, uh, you know, a lot of the other people, they either you know they can either buy buy the shops that are already done, and already got the customer clientele and already making money and. And I, I just couldn't afford to do that. So right. I just dumped my money into this and went and said, hopefully it works. Yeah. So. I, when I was at Lucky Shot mm -hmm. and Ted was like, it could be yours for two mil. And yeah. I was like, man, I wish I had two mil. I'm going to buy this place. <laughs> well, and I was talking to Isaac when I was there. I was talking to Isaac. I was like, Isaac. That's the new owner, buy? right? No, Isaac's the Bowtech. Oh, okay. Yeah. Got it. I, the, I think I met him he's once. He's the firefighter guy. Okay. Yeah, he's, he's, he's a nice guy. Yeah, he's a really good guy. Um, well, I was talking to Isaac. Too. I was like, man, why don't you buy this? And he's like, I'm not retired yet. He says, <laughs> if I was retired, I would be more than happy to try to buy it. But, you know, I'm not retired. I still enjoy what I do. And, you know, and then, like he said, you know, if he bought that, it takes more time to run a business than he might want to put into it. Yeah, I mean, that is, you know, it's like not David, just shooting your I, bow every takes, day. Yeah, David takes me off because he gets to go, come in and go, hey, I'm taking this week off. I'm going to go hunting. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, okay, thanks. Where do I get to go? You know, I can't, I can't afford to do that luxury. I can't say, well, I'm going to close for a week and go do that all the time, you know. Right. Um, not there yet. I don't want to be there. No. I mean, I, until I get somebody in here, um, I don't want to be there. And... I don't know if I could, to be honest with you. Yeah. Me and my wife, are, we're very hands-on owners. We like to be in the mix. My wife, when she's not working or with her dad, she's in here with us. Cool. You know, she she likes to work and, and 
have fun in here just as much as everybody else. That's awesome. So, have you, oh, yeah, and we got our, uh, the, the new colors from Q2I on her arrows. Yep. So, um, but she, uh, it's just a family-run business, and that's, and that's how we treat everybody that comes in. Just like Nick says, you know, they treat you like family, and that's how we want you guys to feel. Yep, that's how he described it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which, Nick is family, though. Yeah. So, he is 100% family here. So... That's awesome. Yeah. Bearded Dragon. Yep. Bearded Dragon. So Hashtag Bearded Dragon. Those are all his awards right there. Yep. Oh, okay. He brings them here. Yep. I built okay. a little plaque up for him. So that way he, him and his, him and Brett have their trophies area where when they come in, they just hand off the trophies and we put them up. Actually, That's just cool. built a little uh, section. Brett a uh, dozen target shafts for her. Yeah. She actually has a target bow coming in mm -hmm. hopefully Monday or Tuesday. I should have kept one of her arrows cool. so we could have got everything set. I already know. So, um... And then, uh, yeah, we're just plugging along, man. That's Enjoy awesome. It, enjoying the minutes and the days and loving it so far. So That's what you got to do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we build, and then the, the arrows, we build everything for compound and trad arrows. Yep. Um, we do feather fletchings or polymer veins. And I see some stuff over there. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, who's uh, who's running the primitive bow there? The one on like, top here? Yeah. That was a gift from yeah. a friend of mine uh, from Panama. But uh, here's one of the ones that I've done up. That's actually one of my personal ones. Uh, Whitewater archery, so it's a clear crested wrap. So you can actually see the wood grains and everything else through it. It's pretty nifty. They have full clear ones as well if you want to run like a really clean look on your shaft. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, spine aligned and everything with those. and so. That's cool, man. Yeah. I have a bunch of... Uh, I met a guy named Bob from up north who had like a bunch of archery equipment that I've sold most of now and regrettably so some of the stuff like I had uh, one of those third access um, oh, adjustment tools adjustment right there. Yeah. Uh, yes yeah. yes yep yep I had Actually, one of you those can do that with the bow press and you I can had get the full draw and angle it a spine tester like that one mm -hmm. right over there I had one of those didn't know what I had, so sold it. I will. Um, this is really cool. Like I said, it's uh, it's a passion of mine. It helps to after you know twelve years in the infantry, you get some of those dark days, and I you get know there is not. It's not like the old days where you just cut an arrow and and glue oh, a tip in and, and it's done. Yeah. The way you could build an arrow nowadays and make sure, I mean, you can make sure it flies perfectly every time. Yeah, I mean, so. there's there's so many aspects to it. It's uh, Here's a, a standard vintage arrow. That's a hunting yeah, that's weight nice. one I made for my buddy, actually, uh, Samuel Strong from um, uh, Bushcraft Bodybuilder on Instagram. Uh, he's hoping to get onto the uh, Alone Show and take a bow with them, so that I built those for hunting. For yeah, him. that's... That's pretty cool, man. That's nice. That's a really long arrow. Uh, it's actually almost too short for him. That's a really he, big he's dude. A, he's a gorilla. He's a gorilla. He's yeah. I'm a T-Rex. I've got the shorter arms. Right. No, I hear you. <laughs> I hear you. Yep. I cut my arrows down so short that like Ryan gives me a hard time about it. He's funny. We go way back. He's like, why don't you just buy crossbow bolts? Save you a whole bunch of time. You know, it'd be way easier. <laughs> the only downside of crossbow bolt is their spine is like 
three. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you're definitely way over spined all the time. Way over spined. Well, you know what? I would like to say thank you for your time. Um, thank you for allowing me to come here and do this with you guys. It's uh. We appreciate you coming out. It was man. really fun. Really yeah, bud. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have to uh, do some more stuff. I'm going to go get that uh, Jennings. And... Hell yeah. But for now, for everyone listening, that's a wrap. We're going to kill it. And uh, remember. Thanks for listening, guys, and watching on YouTube. I appreciate it, man. You guys uh, come out and see us, man. We'd love to see you. Yeah. Stay so, safe and shoot straight, folks. Yeah. Remember to come down here and check them out. You know, they're, they're trying to grow, and, and they, need, uh, they need people to do that. So. Oh, can I do um, a selfless plug real quick? Selfless. My Instagram? Shameless, you mean? Shameless. Shameless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. they need the contact info. Yeah. Hiking with the Viking is me on Instagram, and then O'Connell Archery uh, for the shop Instagram. Yep. Yeah. Follow us on YouTube and Instagram. We we post pictures. And it's the same on YouTube, right? O'Connell yep, yep. Archery. O'Connell yep. Archery. Cool. Everything's O'Connell Archery, man. All right. It's funny that... One last thing. It's funny how we came about O'Connell Archery because <laughs> uh, we had a whole bunch of different names out there. And my mom, of all people, goes, well, why don't we just do a call archery? And then all of a sudden it popped in my head that uh, our coat of arms has a deer on it. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. And I'm like, so our coat of arms Oh, okay. is that, and it has a deer on it. And I'm like, O'Connell Archery it is. Perfect. So that's how we picked O'Connell Archery. It wasn't <laughs> just because it was my last name. It was because it had a deer on, it, on our coat of arms. That's cool. Yeah. So... Just one last little thing. <laughs> <laughs> little interesting yep. facts. Yep. Little known facts about Neil and, and the shop here yep. in, in Shelton. All right. Well, remember, hunt hard, hunt smart, and be safe. Hey, thanks, everyone, for tuning in today and listening to this podcast with our archery friends in Shelton, Washington, O'Connell Archery. Uh, it was really fun to sit down with them and ask some questions, see the shop, and kind of just pick their brains on what they know and how long they've been there big dreams for that camp and uh nothing but the best of luck to them in their endeavors i uh, would like to say that i looked into some things the arbuckle comment that is here's a fun little fact if you've ever read uh, a garfield comic strip garfield's owner's name is john arbuckle and i don't know why i couldn't think of that at the time because i i really enjoyed uh, reading the, the Garfield comic strips as a kid. Um, but yeah, John Arbuckle, that is Garfield's owner's name. Um, and then the Levi Morgan, Bodie Turner debate that we kind of had. I haven't been able to substantiate that or, or maybe everyone else in the industry knows and I'm, I'm just incapable of using Google. I don't know. I couldn't find anything that specifically said you know Bodie beats Levi Morgan but I'm sure if it's happened this last weekend uh, it's still pretty fresh or this last weekend this weekend it's probably still pretty fresh and I'm just not looking in the right places so uh, more to come on that uh, other than that thank you for tuning in thank you for listening thank you for visiting our YouTube channel thank you for subscribing and continuing to follow us here on the podcast we really do appreciate all the support, and we hope that you continue to follow us as we uh, begin to focus more on quality instead of quantity with our content. Um, there will be some cool things coming in the future, so 
Be sure to, you know, like, share, subscribe, and hit that notification bell if you follow us on YouTube. And if you follow us here on Spotify, we're going to try to keep bringing you uh, episodes once a week, at least once every other week. And we're going to try and have a different guest every week. So stay tuned. Remember, hunt hard, hunt smart, and be safe out there. And there you have it, folks. Another episode concludes. For more cool entertainment, subscribe to our YouTube channel or follow us on Instagram. Be sure to give us a like and a share. If you're looking to contact us directly, we can always be reached by email. TheRuggedArts at Yahoo.com Be sure to tune in next week. But for now, this is Dustin and Dave. And remember, hunt hard, hunt smart, and be safe.